This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's time now to wipe the slate clean. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hello. Hello. (laughs) You weren't expecting me to start the show, were you? I don't know what to expect anymore, (laughs) the way things are going right now. (laughs) So, let's just explain to the listeners, like, what today is. Okay. It's Thanksgiving Eve. It is Thanksgiving Eve. And although people have gotten out of work early and got on the road to visit their families and friends and whatnot, (laughs) what are we doing? I'm trying to diffuse the situation of your anger because you got stuck on a train five fucking hours ago and you're still pissed off about it and letting it bleed into this kind of... (laughs) weird night that we're having. Well, it's not really a weird night. It's... You know, it's the night before Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's like the real travel day for everybody, I feel like. It's not like the night before. Sure, people like get on the road early sometimes. That's totally understandable, but... I actually did a story about traveling today, like when the best time to leave the city is. And when is the best time to leave the city? Um, Not any time on Thursday past, like, I would say 10 o'clock in the morning. Is it Saturday at, like, let's say, 11 o'clock at night to go <laughs> I, wherever you're going? Personally, I think it's not at all. <laughs> oh, wow. It's never a good time to leave the city. And it's never avoidable that we do leave the city, <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. But I would say that, like, this year, it's been a while since I've worked at Rockefeller Center. Like, years ago, I used to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back there again, and... The Tom that came home tonight is going to be the Tom that comes home every night until the tree is down is basically what you're saying? the last day of Kwanzaa, that'll be the Tom <laughs> that you're going to see because that's that's the end of it. But I am just blown away. And I every day when I go out for lunch, like this past week and a half, I've been running into these weird groups of kids with like one chaperone for like 50 kids and i'm like who the hell are these people and they're all wearing matching either red jackets or blue jackets and it's like i think like the broadway initiative or something like that so i guess it's these kids who are in these acting classes across the country and or maybe they're here i really don't know because i don't care to look it up because i don't really care about any of these kids <laughs> but i care enough to talk about it on my podcast well here's the thing I found out, and I I didn't realize this, but all those kids are marching in the parade, which is why they've been here for like the Mm. last week. Oh, yeah, because it is such a big deal. Do they rehearse the parade? Like, how do you have to rehearse like walking in the parade? Come on, man. It's If you have to rehearse walking, like they shouldn't even be a parade. It's like (laughs) not, you know. Right. I don't know. Like, do they? 
I mean, maybe, oh, but maybe they, like, rehearse their, like, formation. Because, like, it's got to be hard, like, walking with, like, a sousaphone and marching in beat with, like, your compadres. I mean, if it's a marching band, I would think you're used to marching for the most part. If it's, like, these kids who are just a bunch of actors on Broadway, I'm sure they say, we're going to do six rows by three columns I don't walk. care. <laughs> and that's it. They set them up and they're like just walking a straight line. Okay. Because what do they have to do? But I would say like the bands and stuff like that, they practice all year round because they probably go to a bunch of parades. Well, good to know. I'm glad that I'm glad that we narrowed that down then. Well, I'm glad I can help you with that because it seemed you were perplexed for a moment. I was just trying to, you know, straighten that out for you. But these kids, man, they're everywhere, man. They're everywhere. And they oh don't move God. out of the way. And... You live in the like most populous city in like the country, dude. Like, Just deal with it already. Well, listen, the way I see it is sooner or later, there's going to be a calming over this city. And it's going to be coming from revolution. <laughs> <laughs> because as many people that are roaming around the street at the Christmas tree, it seems like that many people are like mulling about by Trump Tower. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and Tyler and I actually walked past there the other night when we went to see um, David Sedaris. Mm. And we walked that way because she wanted to see if she could take photos because all she's been wanting to do is take like protest photos. And she hasn't found a damn protest. Like all the protests are happening on days where like she's not like at the place that they're protesting. Yeah, and the other thing she's doing is she's going when the, like the weather sucks the most. True. She went out on two rainy nights, and the one nice night she didn't go out, and there was protests that night. And it's kind of like you know, protests can be very moving experiences. I've been to a few myself. I've never been. Well, I will tell you, even I, Mario Lopez, doubt that I would go to a protest in the rain. <laughs> Because if it's between something that's not going to happen until January and what the condition of my hair is going to be by the time I get home, you know what, what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. Okay. You Can know. we get to a you heard? Can we get to a you heard? Are you uh, going to allow us to get to a you heard? Or do I you still wish have, like, you would get to a you heard. Do you still have to talk about these goddamn kids from a parade that already happened, even though it didn't in our world as we're recording this? Yeah, it's like exactly. we're time cop, which is on Elray right now. It is. We should be, but watching not when you're Elway listening to instead it. Instead of doing this, but whatever, we're, we're doing this <laughs> because we want to have like a real weekend off, man. Yes, we do. We want to be like everyone else in the world and just eat except like... that I work on Saturdays, but still, like whatever. We want to be like a lot of other people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> All right. So I guess this goes for, you know, a post-Thanksgiving podcast. Well, let's find out. This week's You Heard comes to us from 181st Street and Fort Washington. So it's up at the top of Manhattan. I wanted to say I know something. it is. It's up there. It's really <laughs> I wanted there. to say something quippy, but then I just lost interest. So You could say it's our eventual like new place that we're looking Hopefully. at. Hopefully. It's in our it's in a new neighborhood that we hope to move into someday. A new high regard show studio Live. in the making. Which we were actually looking for. We're gonna actually we, make it a thing, but we might like yeah. a whole room, but 
Why don't you get into the herd? Can I, mean, I, I feel like you're getting so sidetracked right now. What my... are you doing? Stop talking over me. <laughs> my God. Anyway, this week's you heard, again, comes to us from 181st in Fort Washington. And it's, I'm doing a cleanse with myself. How else would you do a cleanse? <laughs> I don't know, man. He was a millennial, so maybe millennials do things like they have to like do things together. They do their cleanses together. They take their yoga classes together. I don't know. Mm. But that was this week's yard. Well, thank you for that enlightening. You heard this week a <laughs> cleanse. Why would you even do a cleanse? Like after this Thanksgiving. Week? Yeah, after. after Thanksgiving is probably the which is war. when the show is airing, asshole. Well, if the guy said it, and we're recording the day before Thanksgiving, that means chances are he already had his cleanse. Right. And now Thanksgiving is going to be tomorrow, and then it's completely ruined. Okay. It's just a ridiculous timing thing. This was, fr- like, I heard this, like, a couple of weeks ago. Like, I didn't hear it, like, I feel like yesterday. you could have waited a couple of weeks, and then you could have just been, like, going, All Honestly, right, well. I think, like, the holidays, you should just, like, forgo any type of dieting. Because you, if you're lucky enough to work in a place where, like, they do something for the holidays. Like, we had a potluck at work. Yeah, And we had, like, a huge, like, it was like, I don't think I need Thanksgiving dinner now. Because there was, we had such a huge spread. Hmm. It was very nice. I'm kind of torn about my holiday party at the moment right now. I found out yesterday that my holiday party will be taking place in our old building, which is being renovated. It's down in Soho. Mm-hmm. And we're in Midtown right now. Um, and I found out what they're going to do is on certain floors, like I think the, they said like the third floor and the sixth floor, there'll be stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we have an auditorium in the basement of the building. It's mm-hmm. a big auditorium. It's a really nice auditorium. Yeah. yeah. And what they're thinking of doing is taking out like the first couple of rows of chairs and turning the stage area into like a piano bar. Like a discotheque. Well, piano. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a piano bar. And like, Are you going to ride out on a white horse like Bianca Jagger? No, I'm not. You should. No, I don't want to. But what I was thinking <laughs> was like... If they were able to accommodate a Christmas party for every single employee in that building, Mm -hmm. why did we move in the first place? Like, you could have rearranged stuff and we could have just stayed where we were and just had some kind of normalcy. You could have been, like, funky down in the auditorium, just working on your laptop down there. Which would have been fine, because it would have been, like, college style. Well, there you go. You know, because when colleges have a thing, you could just go and do it. I feel like that would be fine and stuff. But for whatever reason... They have reasons, man. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. So You are going to be so miserable. I can't even handle it already. And and the thing is, is like I know exactly what you're talking about because I worked in Rockefeller Center for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sucks. And it sucks being in that neighborhood, like period. But like, dude, just deal with it. It's almost impossible to deal with it. Because you got to think of it like this. I do think of it. For I the whole year. There. I know. But for the whole year, you're on a schedule. Right? Yeah. So you're like going, all right, I know I'm going to be in work at 930. I'm going to be out by six, whatever. 
And in that time, I'm going to be able to run downstairs and grab lunch. Now, you know I can't, like, grab big lunches and stuff like that. I know. But when I do grab lunch, no matter what it is, it's very, very quick now because I can't get a lot. So if I run just to get a smoothie, it should take me no more than 10 minutes from my desk to the place back to my desk again. It is literally attached to the building that I'm in where I get a smoothie. I can't get a smoothie in under a half an hour because... I can't get from my building, the front the front door of my building, to the back door of my building to get a smoothie because that alone is a 15-minute walk. You work in Midtown, dude. It's ridiculous. I work in Financial District, and there's tourists all over that place. Like, it's the same thing. You live and you work in New York. But let me ask I'm you. not sympathetic anymore because, like, you just... Let me ask you, though. With being down in the financial district, where you are, do you get as many tourists? I know if you roam over to Oculus or the World Trade Center or anything like that, yeah, you're going to oh, get yeah. killed. Killed but with them. my... Like, I avoid some of the places that I used to go when I used to work down in the financial district. Like, some of my, like normal lunch spots and everything like that because they're on Broadway and I'm on Broadway right now. Mm. So it's like, it doesn't make sense for me to like go out, you know, the back door and then like sneak around a thing because like I could just go out the Broadway door and just make a beeline for the place, but it's so hard. So I just avoid that section. In fact, there's just a little place downstairs in our, in our, um, our lobby that I actually usually get my breakfast and lunch from because it's like really, really good and it's reasonable. All right. Well, that's good. And yeah, is there... But I mean, yeah, like the tour, like it's crazy, especially because I've worked on now I, I've worked on Broadway and then I worked on wall and then I worked on broad. So it's like those are huge tourist sections for the financial district. So like when you get lunch, are you seeing like an influx of dumb tourists standing oh my at God, the counter and not knowing what to order? Of course. when I, Especially when I would come out of my Wall Street building and I wanted to walk down broad to go to like a certain, you know, cafe or something to get lunch. It's crazy because you have to pass Federal Hall, mm-hmm. which is where George Washington was inaugurated, the very first president of the United States of America. And then wow. across from that is the stock exchange so like that's a huge and there's always just crowds of people and i can't like i don't understand because like whenever i would come into the city as a tourist like i never was in the financial district until i had my first interview for a job there really so you never went to the twin towers growing up well that we did but like this is a little more you know it's a little more condensed like that was like on the outskirts and I was really really young like we did go to the Twin Towers when I was like very very young like 10 or 12 or something like that hmm. but we never we didn't come to like you know the stock exchange or Battery Park or anything like that but I wonder if with like the financial district now if maybe it's more of a thing since the financial crash and maybe oh sure younger kids yeah i mean i would think yeah because now it's a thing where when you were growing up there really wasn't a financial crash at the time so i mean there was no talk or buzz as one might say about the financial district but did you ever go to statue of liberty no i don't think so have you ever like gone down and i've been on a ferry yeah of course yeah when i worked 
I, I used to walk like to battery park. Stop scratching. Well, I got an agent, what it is. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I used to walk through Battery Park when I worked at Broad Street. And because yes. it was like so close to it. So I would walk through Battery Park and it was really pretty and stuff. But we've, I honestly don't think that we ever went to the Statue of Liberty. But I've taken a ferry to Staten Island and back, like to take pictures of her. So, I mean, I've seen her that way. But I always kind of wanted to, but. There's so many people. There is so many. And, and like, I don't want to be on a boat with like 500 other people. And then like, when I do touristy things, I like to kind of do it at my own pace and like on my own and just seep up the knowledge myself. Yeah. But you know what, though? With your work schedule, you could actually go to the Statue of Liberty and be on the island when it would be like the least amount of people. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I guess it could be. Yeah. I mean, you could be on a boat to the Statue of Liberty by i would say 145 and by two o'clock you could be like there on the island i mean who's gonna be there two o'clock all the schools are still in session yeah but there's like tourist groups there's tons of tourists there's always gonna be that but i feel like if you wait till after the schools get out yeah and stuff then you're screwed so i mean that might not be a bad idea well look at you just planning some stuff for me that's like that's very good you live in the world's greatest city you got to get out and take advantage of it nikki that's just what it is Mm-hmm. You don't want to just sit inside all day and get nothing done, do you? I didn't say like you are like making shit up right now. I am just saying. I'm just saying you want to like better yourself. It would be good for you to like go to the Statue of Liberty. You know? All right, then I'll go to the Statue of Liberty. Walk up those three million stairs. Oh, that I'm not doing. To the... I think when I was younger, you were able to walk up to the Crown, and even back in those days, it was so crowded, and people were, I remember, just as rude as they are now. So, like, you would be, like, walk. So I was, like, a little kid trying to walk up the stairs, and people would be, like, trying to push past, and it would be, like, you got to be kidding, man. Like, now that I'm older, if I was bringing my kids up the Statue of Liberty stairs and somebody pushed my kids, I would have to push them back you'd down push the stairs. Them right, you'd push them all the way down Lady Pretty Liberty. Much. yeah. Just ba-bunk, 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 ba-bunk. <laughs> so do you remember the view, like, what it looked like? Like, that's what I'd like to see. Like, I'd like to, like, look out her eyes and see what she sees. But then I'd also like to take a boat, like, in the harbor and through the narrows, as they call it, which is the space between, which is the water, um, you know, between Brooklyn and Staten Island that, like, lead in. So, like, when you come in, she's, like, greeting you that way. I'd like Mm. to see her the way that she's meant to be seen. Well, from what I remember, the view really wasn't that great. You could see the park from up high. But I, because it's on like Liberty Island, you know, it's like a park. It's like a park ground. It's not really a park park. But I mean, you're high up. But from what I remember of it, though, you don't really get to see that much. I mean, it's been years and years. But if you think about the direction that it faces, Manhattan's behind it. Yeah. So, which is why those freaking auto insurance commercials piss me off so much. (laughs) Liberty Mutual, isn't it? Isn't it Liberty Mutual? It is. They piss me off so bad because there's nowhere that you stand that you get a picture that you get her dead on behind you like that. There's nowhere. And if you're pissed off too, you can Google it and there's like a forum of people just like us that are pissed off about that. Well, let me ask you something else that may or may not piss you off. So, you know how like a lot of the buildings in the city have been upgraded to the point where it can 
take on pretty much any holiday. So like the Empire State Building changed like the the spire and the light show that goes along mm-hmm. with it. So like come the holiday season, if it's Hanukkah, they can light up blue and white, mm-hmm. Christmas Day, green and red. Sure. And I know that the World Trade Center is eventually supposed to have a lighting system put in similar to what the mm-hmm. World Trade to what the Empire State Building has. So is it and you know like as you walk downtown and stuff like that they'll like light up the buildings different colors for like different holidays mm-hmm. isn't it weird that they'd ever do anything though with the statue of liberty yeah i mean but we do we know that they don't i mean or she yeah they don't she's just white lights she's just white lights all the time maybe because she's that green color like it doesn't maybe it doesn't like like things would get lost on it because maybe that like oxidation did you know that the island that she's on was like only called like liberty island like after like 1956 or 66 or something like that like so it's like no i did not know that. yeah it's very recent like that well not like recent as opposed to like the time when we got her which was like 1800s or something like that yeah it would be interesting though like if they did light it up like something and i would also love to see it polished one day although i don't think that would no, ever happen no they're never going to do that no because what is the point because i mean if as fast as they do it is as fast as it you know did you know that her it. hand yeah like her hand that holds the torch was in madison square park for like 5 years i did not know that yeah why because she came in pieces like when she was delivered she came in pieces i remember that like she, you remember that you were there were you at the I docks do, I remember were you that. working on the docks with I was Bruce Springsteen's on the docks. dad my, and i would say my family was a hard-working blue-collar family <laughs> we were mostly fishermen and boat drivers <laughs> we were captains. true islanders we were captains of industry and the seas the seas yes both of those things <laughs> Bruce Springsteen he, he dick. I hate that guy so I much. Know. I know. All right. So anyway, why? I don't understand. So, so she was shipped here in like three hundred and some crates. Like yeah. In like she came in like three hundred and twenty pieces. What they lose one? And no, they just <laughs> because they were like assembling her, and they just like had her hand in the park. I mean, that's a long ways away from where the assembly point yeah. is. And that's like it's a very strange place to like have it. Yeah, like I can see anywhere downtown would make sense. Yeah. Especially then, because what the hell was down there? I mean, like, it was just, you like, know. Like, yeah, I don't even think, like, Madison Square Park, which is, like, what, like, 23rd? Is that 23rd or is that 14th? No, 14th no, is Union, 23rd. 23rd. So, yeah, so it was, like, like that probably wasn't even, like, hardly, like, developed back then. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I feel like they should do something for the holidays if, you know. Maybe put, like, a big it. wreath around her. Maybe change her torch into a menorah. Oh, that would oh, be nice. Or just have a hold of menorah, take the torch out, and you well, can. Well, that's like, what put I said. Different... Yeah, make her torch a menorah. Yeah, you could take out. You could put different things in her hand, like for all the time. Like a Mr. Potato Head, but like Lady Liberty. So like she's she has an arm up, and you could have her just holding a turkey by the neck for Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? You can have her holding like a stem of a pumpkin, like and for she's Halloween. holding like a sparkler for Fourth of July. Oh my god! Oh my god! For Halloween, you could chop off a head. And just have it holding a up a head. No, her head. Like, Oh, my God. That would be, that would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, they should totally think about doing some kind of show just to be like, hey, New Jersey, look how awesome New York is. But whatever. <laughs> like, we do all this cool shit. What do you guys got? 
Chris Christie, is that your horror show for Halloween? Great. Yeah, <laughs> he's the horror show that's like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, what else going on with the holidays? So tomorrow's our travel day. Yep. And it'll be a quick one because you have work. So we're mm-hmm. just going to shoot out there early, shoot back early. Yep. And then just gorge ourselves on leftovers. Yep. And just- by gorge, I mean... Take two bites and then be like, oh, I'm so full. I'm so full. Oh, I'm so full. Pretty much. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> so do you want to um, maybe, since we're on this subject, go into a roly-poly roadie? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Roly-poly roadie. So, man... Yes. We. <laughs> How did you handle eating on Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. No. See, we discussed that we were going to try to maybe like make it like what's it? What would try to like predict what eating on Thanksgiving will be like. Okay, so then tell me but how you're predicting how you ate on Thanksgiving. I'm predicting that I ate on Thanksgiving very wisely because my mom has called me up pretty much every day this week. And since Sunday, and has been asking me, like, what's that special ice cream that you like? What kind of mozzarella should I get? Like, Fresh. Yeah, and it was like, look, I love all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know I will eat Halo Top as a dinner if I could. You hardly even touch it anymore because you're so full from, like, having your, like, quarter of a burger. Yeah, Well, that's what happens because I get so full I can't do it. And I told my mom the same thing. I'm like, look, I understand that you want to do something nice and get dessert and stuff like that. But honestly, right now, the way things are, even if I wanted to have the ice cream, I wouldn't be able to fit it if I There's just no else. room at the end. There's no room at the end. And, you know... I said I have to kind of pick and choose, like, what it is that I want. I mean, so I don't get Thanksgiving dinner every single day. I can get Halo Top ice cream every single day. So you bet that I want to just have, like, a real Thanksgiving dinner, a bite of each thing probably, if I even get through that much of it, as opposed to wasting it on dessert. Because, you know, we... We did it this weekend, man. Like, you were making desserts for your work party, and then it was like, let's make ourselves an apple pie. You said, I'm going to make an apple pie because I was making my famous bourbon chocolate pecan pie. We made mini ones of those. And you were like, can you make me a mini one? And I was like, are you sure? And you're like, yeah. So I made you two little, or three little mini ones. And then you got in your head that you wanted to make, because you had to Mario Lopez even on my cooking time. And you're like, I'm going to make an apple pie. So then, like, you made an apple pie, which I just remember that we still have. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about the apple pie, though. The apple pie wasn't that I wanted to make an apple pie, necessarily, as much as it was, is I have had this idea forever because I make good applesauce. You're known. You're you're famous for your applesauce your homemade applesauce and it's not so much like an applesauce as it is like like picture like it's like chunks of apple which is what make that's what makes it so good like it's not like mushy like baby food applesauce right it's like, but it's small chunks oh though. yeah be, but it's been cooked down so it's like very it's soft like it's soft like applesauce but like it's still chunky well i feel like 
since I've been making this over the years, I feel like it's like an apple filling almost, like an applesauce filling Mm -hmm. because it's so thick and not watery at all. No, it's not. And I was like, let me maybe think about putting this inside of a pie crust and see what happens. And we just so happened to have an extra pie crust because of the pecan pie that I had to make. So, four apples. Serendipitous. Poured this into this thing. Freaking incredible. Right? Am I wrong? It was very good. It was very, very good. And I'm not a big apple pie fan. Like, I like applesauce, but I'm not a big, like, apple in a pie kind of fan. But this, man. This was so good. This was brilliant. Mm -hmm. So, luckily, I was like, I'm glad this worked out. Now we have something else we can bring. And the cool thing about it is. Bring you eight from it. Well, I'm saying we could bring it in, not necessarily tonight, but I'm just saying, or tomorrow to <laughs> dinner. But if, I mean, like, if we get invited somewhere, we could definitely bring it. Tomorrow we're bringing this pumpkin pie dessert thing that you signed us up for that we have to bring now. So You enjoy making that. I don't know how, so. But anyway, when I go out for my run tonight, <laughs> which is something that I've been doing, speaking of roly-poly Roddy. Yes, because I was going <laughs> to bring that, yes. So when I go for my run tonight, you can make pumpkins that's a good idea. Yeah, it sounds fun. It's two birds with one stone. Yeah, there you go. Er. But, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I've been running, Nikki. Yes, you went running once so far. And I'm going again tonight. And you're going again tonight. So that's twice. Yes, but why don't you tell us in a hundred words or less <laughs> what how this came about? I mean... I don't. I, I think we've mentioned on the show before that you were like a championship runner back in the day. I was something, and it was always something that, like you know, you return to when you can. You know, there was a period there when we lived here. You know, in this very apartment where you like you would go running after work. Not a lot. Like I wish I would have went more back then. Yeah, but, but you know, you did what you could, man. Right. So but- how does it feel? Coming back to you know, like making taking those strides to becoming a runner again. It it feels. Does it feel natural? Um. Yeah. When I'm doing it, it feels completely natural. You have a because... beautiful gait. I have to well, say. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you in the horse world, <laughs> I'm quite. Like the, just... I'm quite the trotter. Am I? Am I? You am I trotter? Like because I've of course like watched you because I'm always walking when you're running, and like as I watch you walk away or run away <laughs> from me. <laughs> You have such a great form. Like, it's a very, like, regal stature when you run. Yes. But it was because I had an awesome coach. And I feel like that's one of those things, like riding a bike. Once you learn, like, good habits, those will always be your habits. Because you know that, you know, the speed of your arms is going to be the speed of your legs. You understand that if you relax your shoulders, you'll be able to carry your weight a lot better. So, like... All of those things are still pretty much in place, which is good. Um, Last night, like you said, was the first night. I have the Apple Watch, as you all know, and love it. Loves it, loves it, it, loves it. it. Love it. And you know I loved the Pebble before this, and I loved the Fitbit before that. This trumps everything. Like, it is absolutely by far the best thing. But, you know, there's this app where... I was very intrigued because I was going through iPhone apps, and this one said, you can run a 5K with no experience in eight days. 
And I was like eight days, like and you were like, no bitch, way. please. I ran a mar, I ran six marathons. Oh yeah, <laughs> that did happen once upon a time. But I was like, man, to get back in shape, I don't. I'm not gonna go get a coach. I don't have like, like any like running people that I can like go run with. And I'm like going, this might be kind of cool. And I'm like going, and it would just be another function functionality of the watch where we'll see how it works. So you go out. And you turn this app on, and then once you turn it on, it basically tells you like, um, okay, walk for the for for the first five minutes. That's your warm up. Mm-hmm. So you walk for five minutes, and you're like, going, all right, no big deal. We walk all over the place. Five minutes ain't nothing. And then all of a sudden, there's a bell, and it goes, start running now. And then you run for one minute. Then a bell goes off, and it says you could slow down and walk again. And then you walk for a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And you repeat this process six times. Okay. And by the time you're done, you know, at the, at the finish of it, you walk five-minute warm down and it tells you to stretch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's it for day one. So one of the things that I've always done in the past was as soon as I knew, like, all right, I'm going out for a run, it wasn't I'm going to only run for one minute and then walk for a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. It was always like, I'm going to go run a couple of miles and come back and I'm going to lay on the couch and my eyes are going to be tearing because I'm going to be in so much pain from it. (laughs) And I'm going to really try to go back tomorrow and do this over again. And I feel like what this app does is it makes it easy because in the beginning, you don't even break a sweat until Mm -hmm. you get to like the fourth round out of the sixth. And then you start to sweat a little bit and it's like, I'm not really tired. I'm not really sore. But I know it's working Mm -hmm. because I'm sweating. I can see what my pulse is. And, you know, with the Apple Watch, after everything's configured in it and stuff like that, it's like, oh, man, I'm burning through, like, a lot of calories, even though I'm not killing myself to do it. So, and each time you go out, it will say, you know, like tonight's thing, I think, instead of doing it six times, you do it eight times. Mm -hmm. And then so on. So, I always liked, there, there was a brief period where I was a runner. Mm. and i loved it like i loved how like it made my body look i would wake up in the middle of the night and turn my lamp on next to my nights like on my nightstand and just look at my legs because my legs were so muscular like they were just like they were more shapely like than they ever had been i would just like look like i would just literally stare at my legs and be like god they are just like perfect and 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 (laughs) i um and when I would run, I would do intervals. So I would like pick out like, because I would run on the streets of like the little town where I lived. So I would like, oh, I'm going to run for two light, like lamp posts or, or phone poles. And then I would walk for two and run for two because I can't, I have no endurance and I have no willpower. So I was just like, I'm just going to run for these two little seconds and then that's it. Well, this thing supposedly is like, I mean, really hyped up by, like, a lot of news channels, a lot of, like, sporting clubs, a lot of running clubs. Like, it has a bunch of endorsements. And, you know, and it swears that in eight days that you'll be able to run a 5K. And so, you know, I'm like going, all right, I want to put it to the test. I personally think, and this this goes all the way throughout, like, before the operation and everything Mm -hmm. else, where I'm, like, going, I can run a 5K. Yeah, like, you've always I, said that, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I think that I will be in a lot of pain 
Mm-hmm. But I really think a 5K is not that big. I could I could do that. I know I can do that. Yeah, because in your mind, like a 5K is just a walk around the park because that's so less than like what you used to do and what you're, you know, building up to be to do again. Well, you know, my therapist this week, she had no idea that I was a runner. Hmm. So she was asking me about like things and she goes, how do you handle your anger? Especially around the times of the holidays. And did you so say not, not very? <laughs> <laughs> I go home and I punch Nikki a few times. <laughs> and she goes, Tab, how are you doing? No, that's the neighbors upstairs. I'm sorry. I confused you. Yeah, you get, yeah, you yeah, get confused. Yeah, a little bit confused. <laughs> but um, I told her, I was like, you know, I'm like, usually, because I, I said, now that I'm starting to feel healthy again and stuff like that, these people are starting to drive me crazy out on the streets. And she goes and says, well, how do you plan on handling that? And I said, funny you should mention. I go, Tomorrow night, I'm going to start running. And she was like, have you ever run before? And I was just like, wait. Bitch, please. I ran six marathons. <laughs> I ran six marathons. And I was in the number one team in like New York State for cross country and track. So I was a yeah. champion, biatch. So I've ran before. I dabbled, you might oh, say. Oh, God. I dabbled on the professional level. Does she not know but, the, like, does she not see the Letterman jacket that you still wear? I do not. <laughs> I wish I still, I don't even know where it is, but I think my mom has it. <laughs> it's like a plastic shrine. Oh, my God. But seriously, like, you know, it's like, going, I used, I really, really did used to love it. And I would say, I came back in such a good mood last night when I was done because I forgot about everything because it took all my concentration just to say, don't go past the cues. Like at the end when they were like, okay, you could stop and like take Mm -hmm. your walk for five minutes. I ran for an extra two minutes, even though I wasn't supposed to. But I knew like, well, I have a little bit of a longer walk home from where I'm at right now, the way it ended up. Mm-hmm. So I was like going, so I'll still get my five-minute walk in, but I'm going to run a couple extra minutes and stuff like that. By the time I came home, though, I was just like... The endorphins kicked in? Well, I was like, I just feel better, man. Like, I just feel so much better. And oh, I don't yeah. feel all busted up like I usually yeah. do when I run. So Maybe you should start running like after work before you come home. No. I like to come home first, blow off a little steam, emotionally punch and bag like the ones that that I love, and then I go out for a run, and then I cool down, and I come back, and I'm like, "What's wrong with all you people? You're sour pussies." Yeah, you do like to do that. You I like, do to, like you to like to get you like to get us riled up, and then like all of a sudden you're in a better mood. And Pretty then much. We're the assholes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so I'm gonna stick with the running today, and I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna do it before we go for Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm not going to go out to Long Island, eat, and then come back and run. Like, no. that's just not going to happen. So I'll do it before we go. And then um, and then I feel like if I can just get to Monday with it, like, it'll be fine. It'll have been, it'll be like a habit almost. Yeah. Like, like you, just a couple more days and it'll be a habit. And my coach always said, like, when you came back from an illness or something like that, and this is Harry mm-hmm. Houdini Schneider from Center Ridge High School, the genius. Shout out. Shout out. He used to always say, like, if you're sick or something like that, or you take a long time off from running, you got to do it for, like, eight days. Mm-hmm. And at the end of eight days, it's not an issue anymore. So I just got to get to those eight days. Well, and, and I feel like by the time Monday comes rolling around, it'll be, you know. It'll be pretty damn close. Yeah, it'll be six, I think. So I just got to do two, two more days. Two more days. I'm not good at math, but even it. I know that's just yeah, two more days. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> so so there you go. All right. Well, well good think, luck with that. Thanks. And I think that's it for Roly Poly Rorty this week. All righty. All right, Nikki. So how was work this week? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, this whole show feels like we hardly have any energy thanks to like, the way this yeah, week It's gone. just I'm having some health situations rise up again, mm. so I'm just just a little bit exhausted from that. So. Uh, but luckily, luckily you, are, you are very close to getting your medical back. Yeah, another month away. So Yeah, a month away, but it'll be real medical. When is the last time you've had real medical? I worked for one of the biggest companies in the world, and we had shit insurance. Exactly. So, I mean, to have, like, real medical again and only be a month away from it, it's going to be a lot different than what it has been in the last, God, man, three years? Yeah, I guess. So, at least you know that in a month from now, you'll be able to, like, go and do whatever you have to do, and it won't even be a concern because you'll be covered, as opposed to, you know, just a prep that oh you were God, doing yeah. when you were at your last place. And it was thousands of dollars out of your pocket because <laughs> literally nothing was covered say on this out insurance. out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of all you listeners' pockets. So thank you for picking up the bill where, where those people now. <laughs> I'm not paying that bill. But, I mean, seriously, at the end of the day, you have to feel a little bit relieved that, like, you know that the end is coming. Yeah, it's just I just wanted to be here so that I could get these things taken care of. So I can't be really all that cheerful about it. Yeah. New year, new you. There you go. And then you're going to do the running thing too. I'm going to try, yeah. Because yeah, Santa, I asked the big guy for this Apple Watch that everybody's always talking about. Who's this Apple Watch everybody's <laughs> raving about? <laughs> so I think that's going to be really good for you. And I know you'll be able to handle it. Yeah, and I, I, I tried it on the Apple Store, just so mm-hmm. happens, and it felt really good. So I'm looking forward to hopefully finding that under our two-foot Christmas tree. I don't know if it will fit. If we stand it up, it'll be bigger than the Christmas tree, <laughs> probably. The box is the pretty box big is it comes huge. in. The box is huge. The box is, like, retarded. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Like, it looks like there should be, like, like a, a, a flute in there or something. It's Harry Potter's wand. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, anything else going on at work this week? That, no, I mean, it was a short week because of my work schedule, Mm -hmm. and so that was, you know. All right. That was about it. I got to write about a baby giraffe, though. Oh. That was exciting. Oh. Well, baby giraffes are always fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know who else is working now? Little Tyler Durden? Yeah. Yes, she got an internship. I know. She's going to be working at FIT, which is her number one school that she picked for college. So fingers crossed. She better get in there and start making really good friends before the admissions <laughs> office has to pick out who they want for the year. Yeah. <laughs> but she'll be good. She's good at things like that. So. Yeah. So she'll be doing photo and video, which is awesome. Yes. And photos. Um, We'll have to get her to get a clickbait up there once now. Well, now that I think all the interviews are over, because she was going a little bit nuts Yeah, it, so. life has been kind of crazy. I don't remember being that crazed as a senior in high school, but I wasn't really that great of a student, so. <laughs> so. Which is so weird, because you're such a nerd in real life. I am a nerd, yeah. But, all right. I guess I, you know, got more comfortable with it as I got older and didn't give enough. 
That's what happens as you get older. Wait, wait. I would say like there's you, not room for two of us, Tom. <laughs> well, you'll never really truly catch up because I only see myself getting worse as I get older. The most you could do is hope that I could die and catch up to that God particular forbid, time. You curmudgeon. That's Let's get it. into a did you know? All right. Did you know? Did you know that tomorrow is Thanksgiving? I did, yeah, because we've only talked about it for the first, like, half hour of the show. <laughs> then why are we sitting here doing this show today when we should be getting prepared for, like, what we need to do for tomorrow? Because it's not how we roll. That's not how we I roll. I used to be a planner, and then you would get pissy when I would plan, and now I'm just like, whatever happens, man. Well, listen, I would get pissy when you planned because... I just like to know. Yeah, but you can't ask somebody to start planning the holidays in June. I don't do that. Like, we can't be, like, hanging out on your parents' back porch, having a barbecue, and you saying, hey, my mom wants to know, what do you think we're going to do for Christmas this year? <laughs> it's like going, listen, man, I just bought it's a bunch of fireworks. Better. Can it's we just light the sparkles better. first and then talk about Christmas? We literally or? decided, like, last week. So it's definitely, it's gotten better. And it was one of those things where it was like, this is the plan. Tell everybody if they don't like it, then tough noogies. <laughs> tough noogies, Ruben. So, but, um, yeah. So, since it is the night before Thanksgiving, I think we should pretty much wrap up this Did You Know? And then wrap up the show. Okay. That was a very, very informative Did You Know? <laughs> Well, I mean, you wrote something for Thanksgiving today. You want to share something about Thanksgiving that you shared um, from your work? Yes. Um, actually, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was first held in 1924, and it actually started in our neighborhood of Sugar Hill, Harlem. I did not know that. I know. Neither did I. And I had to, like, I checked, like, three other sites just to make sure that, like, it was right, because I was like, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that bitch. And it started on 145th and Convent, which is just down the street from us. Uh And instead of having balloons, it had live animals from the Central Park Zoo, of all things, including monkeys and bears. Can you imagine them just carting around like wild animals? You know somebody would just to be a dick would let one out right they said that like some of the kids got like frightened or something oh yeah i'll bet because i mean back then it's not like you know common to have even today would when the hell would you see like i've never seen anyone that had a monkey like in person like i've never seen like somebody in the city that had a monkey do you know what when i was growing up my grandmother had a neighbor somewhere in her neighborhood that had a monkey this guy and he would like have him on a little leash, and he was a if he real. Was a grinder mon- if you say grinder monkey, he I'm gonna was punch a real grinder monkey. I would in punch real him. Life. Grinder no. monkeys are the creepiest. He things. had the little hat. He had the no, little vest. Stop. Everything. I don't want to hear it. Seriously, stop. it was the most bizarre thing because he looked like a little tiny human, Ugh. and he would just sit on this guy's shoulder, and what the hell would he eat? Bananas? Not, not bananas. Peanuts. It was something else. It might have been peanuts. It might have been peanuts. I once saw. A monkey, like a little, like, I think it was like whatever kind you would use for like a grind, like a grinder monkey. Yeah. But I saw one at Claws and Paws in Hamlin, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And he looked just like Wayne Newton. This guy did not look like Wayne Newton. 
He did not. In he, fact, like when I went back like a couple years later, I was like, oh, the Wayne Newton monkey's still here. This one had like the face of the Lorax. Oh. Kind of. And I mean, he was the cutest thing. And I always wanted a monkey because of him. I never but, liked monkeys. In mm. fact, the only monkey that like I ever really like knew of anybody having was Ross on Friends with Marcel. Yeah, see, no, I'm not going to get into a friend's conversation with you. But I will throw out one more holiday tidbit for you since we're in a Did You Know. Please do. Which I found out doing a newsletter for work today. What? Do you know that this year, and this blew my mind, is the 50th anniversary, only the 50th year of Kwanzaa? No, I had no idea. Really? Yeah. I had no idea either. I thought Kwanzaa has been around for... Like as long as Christmas, I thought, yeah. Right, like uh, like hundreds of years maybe. But wow. No, 50 years, that's all it is. Damn. Strange, right? That is very strange. And I would give you more facts about the Kwanzaa holiday, except for I didn't click on the link to find out exactly what happens, you know. Yeah, headline reader. I am really, really a headline reader. I'm not giving nobody extra clicks. Sorry. This is your story? All right, I'm done. Your journalist girlfriend is very happy to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So let's wrap up. Um, did you know? Okay. Did you know? So that's it, guys and gals. It's a short show this week because, as you could tell, we we're have, just not here right now. We're very, very limited on energy, and we have a lot to do still. So um, if you'd like to find out more about the High Regard Show, you could check us out at highregardshow.com and you can always send us your emails at highregardshow at gmail.com and you could always join the fun on social media where we share quotes and quips and I don't even have another Q word that I could use I think that's it Q Q Q-tips we We share Q-tips up in here that is gross (laughs) maybe i meant the rapper how do you know how do you know i didn't mean the rapper i don't want it we we just pass them back and forth (laughs) i don't want it but anyway you could find us on all social media outlets as high regard show hopefully everybody had a great thanksgiving and everybody got home safe and stuffed and ready Ready for christmas in four weeks ho 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 (laughs) All right, everybody, that'll do it for us. Have a good night.